It's December 27, 2023. I am at Joel Pearl, and it's time to get in the weeds. We are in that amazing week in between Christmas and New Year's when nothing exists and nothing matters, and you can do literally anything. It is a lawless, timeless vortex. And so I propose that this show run about an hour and 58 minutes today. Jeremy Lambert's here. Happy holidays, buddy. Merry Christmas and all that stuff. We, we we didn't speak since then, since last Friday, but we're back on the air. How you doing? Fantastic, Joel. <laughs> you sound great. I hope I sound great. I, I told my wife the other day, I sound like a demented speaking spell. Uh, a little bit better now than I did the other day, but... I've been sick. I, I, I was getting sick on Friday. I, I didn't sound great on this show. It's a Wednesday. It's been a lot worse on this weekend. Christmas was Christmas was fun. I, I spent time with the, the family, but I couldn't spend as much time as I would have liked because coughing and being sick everywhere. Joel, I have a special guest today. I meant to inform you of this bit, but I oh. didn't. Uh, it's not... I'll give you. I'll tell you later. Is it a oh, domestic speaking spell? Oh, this this is Doc McStuffins. This is this is Doc McStuffins from the local Doc Medical uh, Medical Facility. That's the term, right? Local Medical Facility. Yeah, yeah. the Doc yeah. Local Medical Facility, the McStuffins Local Medical Facility. Everybody, the the Doc has for some reason cleared me to do this show. Uh, prob- I don't know if that was a great idea, but the doc has cleared me to do this show. I'm on, I'm on medical watch, everyone. So we have a coughing spotter here. If uh, I'm coughing too much, I will be pulled from the show. We will stop the show immediately. And uh, I, I don't know what happens after that. We just go off air. Is that what happens? No, I just hope that someone's on the air with me at the time. Cause oh. I, I I can't do this alone. I got the chat here. The chat, when they leave a thumbs up, that keeps me going. And when they subscribe to us here at Fightful Overbook, that helps us too. I think you need both thumbs for this gimmick. Doc's got like the, the hair is like the thumbs up. The, the, the hair work? thumbs up with Doc here. Yeah, good good for you, yeah. Doc. Look how, look how happy Doc is. This Doc's- is Doc McStuffins, Joel. Doc, Doc McStuffins, McStuffins from the Doc McStuffins local medical facility. Doc is just praising over there. Doc, Doc's very excited to be on the show. Shout uh, out to everyone. Shout out to all the Doc McStuffins fans out there. Absolutely. The Doc McStuffin yeah. fans, they make this show go around. So, yeah, like I was saying, uh, we're on our road to 15,000 subscribers. We're about 80 away or so. So go ahead and get that in there right now. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Tell your friends. Make your fake YouTube accounts. I don't care what you do. Just get us there. And uh, let's do that. And also, if you want, you can use your generously donated holiday funds that your friends and family Don't tell people to, to spend holiday money on us, Joel. The money's all the same. It comes from the same spots, Mr. Fireworks. Donate a Super Chat any amount of question statement right on the air that's what we do here your holiday funds are welcome here how about that you know what else is don't welcome? spend your christmas money on this show please You're right. for the love of god spend the money you have left over from you know pre-christmas and everything right. it's you different know, money you know what how about instead of spending your money on us spend it on this
It's the MSZ zone. Andrew is it too early for this mug? It's never too early for this. Is that what I think it is? <laughs> That's a lovely mug. Did you get that at the uh, the fest? Not the festival. The- I the, the the fine folks over on that website uh, came over at that that event and they said, uh, "Andrew, you're such a handsome boy. We're such a fan of yours. Here, take some swag." And they gave me bags and bags of inappropriate swag. <laughs> Oh, Andrew Zarian's here this morning. He's got his coffee with us. You're back. You, you, we haven't seen you since. Were you here on Friday? Probably. I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, the last couple of weeks have been really a blur. Jeremy wasn't sick when I called in last time, I think. All right. Then it wasn't it was Friday. Wednesday. It was Wednesday because I remember you led right into our interview with Miss Kate. So yes. Yes. And I thought it was, it was, it was Kate. Fightful Kate. <laughs> Yeah, that was the best. We were clearing that up with you in the back. <laughs> you were just like, I'll show up when Kate shows up. I'm like, you know, it's not the same Kate, right? <laughs> and you're like, nope. <laughs> First of all, Jeremy, you sound great. Oh, I, I sound awful. I feel oh, like- man. You, 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 are, you could run an AM jazz station with that voice. <laughs> Now on the the, the fifty eight nine AM smooth jazz coming at you. Oh, there you go, <laughs> Andrew. Angel, you look you look very handsome too. Well, thank you. I am absolutely haggard. I have done nothing but care for a toddler for the last five days, and I have a week and a half left. So pray for me, everybody. By yourself? No, my wife is with me, but she's also she has to work too. Her our yeah. schedules kind of complement each other. We both work from home, but you oh, know, the last few days it's either been stuff's closed or we're just trying to, you know, balance a baby between us. And it's it's a lot, but we're we're good. We're all good. So it only it. gets harder from here, Joel. Remember that. Once they have achieved true sentience, at least they can tell you what they want for a snack instead of making up words and you guessing. Mm-hmm. The amount nah. of times, yeah. Milk? Nah. nah. Yeah. Yogurt? Nah. Pancake? Nah. Goldfish? Ah. And then you get the goldfish, <laughs> and they're like, nah. And you're like, son of a bitch. Yeah. And, think, then, and then eventually, you eventually, you, you take your kids to a to a wrestling show, and they're demanding sushi from Tao. You know that's that happens your, too. That's your fault. You gave them that expensive taste. Okay, that's no, not yeah. anybody else but you. You and you alone. Yeah, we're going to Benihana's today. Well, you keep putting yourself in this position. Yeah, yeah. It's it's my daughter. It's for my daughter's uh, birthday lunch that we do every year around this time because she's born on the first. So uh, she's a New Year's baby. So we go to uh, to a restaurant and we're doing Benihana's this time. Nice. That sounds like a really fun time. I, I look yeah. forward to your your deal. Yeah, the, Joe Joe Gacy's going to see my kid one day and get very confused. All right, all right. Let's 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 stop with the niceties. Let's ask the real question here. Yeah, everyone wants to know. Why Andrew Zarian is here? The the big story of the night. Zarian, did you run into Lisa Ann last night at Madison Square Garden? I was sexing her all night. <laughs> we were literally. I was. We were talking the whole time. Uh, we were supposed to get together afterwards, but the kids wanted to leave. I was going to take uh, a nice family photo with Lisa. <laughs> uh, she was a couple rows in front of me. I saw people. It, it's hysterical, you know. I started getting messages like, oh, is Lisa with you? And I'm like, Who, who's I, like, I didn't put two and two together that like somebody would DM me and ask me if Lisa's hanging out with me. 
And I was like, and then finally I saw her picture because I think somebody sent it to me. And I was like, oh, crap, Lisa. I forgot Lisa's here. Uh, we were talking about the last week when we had dinner. Weird universe I live in, really. Uh, and she went, she she had these awesome uh, front row seats. She was right in front of me. Yeah, it's, that was the big, I don't think anything else really happened last night. That was the was biggest crazy. story on the internet yeah. that Lisa Ann was front row at, uh, at WWE. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna send her this clip. I'll send her this clip after we're done, so she can start laughing. <laughs> Product is hot. Lisa Ann's there. Oh, of course. This if is, Lisa Ann's showing up, it has to be. It has to be hot. Yeah. This is absolutely going to be a shorts that we are going to have commissioned and made for this channel. Yeah. Can hot. I just oh, tell yeah, you? I, to I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you something about Lisa, and this is the God's honest truth. I've never met a woman so impressive in my life, outside of my wife, of course. So impressive. Uh, just as a personality, like what a beautiful woman inside and out, what a brilliant business person. Uh, I, I sit down and I have the greatest conversations with her every single week. I have that opportunity and it's, it's actually uh, amazing. I, I think more people need to know what a brilliant person she is. Great marketer, great salesperson. Unbelievable. The fact that she's still, I mean, popular i don't know if she's still active in the business but she's still very popular among the circles that i i uh see online uh says something about one of the best talkers i've ever i've ever met great broadcaster oh okay i'm glad you cleared that up i thought you (laughs) broadcasting broadcasting no that's why i said glad you cleared that up just in case you know some people you know well I, i produce her show so you know i don't know if people know that i produce one of her podcasts that she does so i got to know her from there but uh, it's actually, it's, it's wild when you get to meet certain people, you know, you don't know them. And then you're like, oh, wow, this is not who I thought you were. Not that I thought she was, you know, somebody terrible, just we connected energy wise. I'm going to get weird with that. We connected. <laughs> She's coming over for Sunday sauce in a couple of weeks, which is going to be a fucking blast. There it is. I was waiting for that. She didn't make it for Christmas dinner, though. She didn't make it for Christmas dinner now. What All is- right, you gotta make me. You gotta stop making me laugh, Sarian, because I'm gonna get even sicker. I told you, my sicker. life is wacky, man. My life is wacky, and I tell people, and, <laughs> and I'm sure there are a lot of people that don't believe many aspects of what I do in life. Uh, you know, I, I don't believe very avant-garde life. Yeah, I, and I and I and I don't blame you. I don't blame <laughs> you. I do think I was sitting next to Artie Lang last night. If that that's a big scoop too. Oh, there. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. depends I what was Artie doing. <laughs> Uh, watching wrestling. Nope, not a scoop. <laughs> not a scoop. Not, a, not scoop. a scoop. There were people who were posting. Justin Barrasso. Let's real quick. He got his video of uh, a bunch of stuff happening at the show at Madison Square Garden last night. I know that that venue is very slopey, but man, that guy was sitting in row ZZ. Had to have been in the four. Yeah, he would. They put Barrasso up in the cheap seats. Did did what? What section? What, do you know? No, I don't, I, I don't know, but I got uh, he took a video of Punk's entrance and he he was up there like he was unless they put him in a press box. Yeah, maybe he, maybe you know what it could have been it could have been the suite it could have been in one of the suites. Good lord, yeah, those suites have awful vantage points. Yeah, I, I want to see that photo. Looked, you looked like you had uh, good seats there, and I by the way, thank you. I I I took this without credit. Hopefully, you don't sue us or anything. Uh, <laughs> your shot of CM Punk as he's on the uh, turnbuckle there. With the, with the crowd and everything, I use that as the thumbnail for for the article. You can take um, whatever so, so I do. You you could you could use whatever I do. 
I was, I, I figured, I was like, hopefully Zarian will be, your, your tweet's in there, so everyone knows it's from you. Uh, but I was like, I, hopefully Zarian will be okay. With yeah, it was, great it was shot, fun. Uh, you know, Section 118, they hooked us up. Uh, my kids got to do the VIP experience. Yeah, um, you sent I, me a photo of something, and that was very mm-hmm. sweet. Me and Mommy. Yeah. Uh, and Dirty oh. Dom. My son, of course, they walked in the room. They went berserk, okay? They went they went n- nuts because my daughter has the biggest crush on Dom, okay? <laughs> has like a real – I think that's her first crush. I'm not even kidding you. It's the hair. Bad boys. Likes the bad, bad boys. boys. Bad boys. And they went they, – they like lit up. And my son is like, I can't believe I'm going to meet Dominic. I'm gonna, I can't believe I'm going to meet Dominic. Dominic. Dominic goes up and goes, "What's up, Domino?" Yes. <laughs> and Rhea turned around and goes, "Dirty Domino, Daddy Domino." <laughs> so we were calling him Domino for the rest of the night. <laughs> I hope that they bust that out on Raw and just you get a good pop out of that. I get a good pop out of that. You guys could use it. Uh, it's gonna be but, an inside know. joke for for like this audience. That's yeah. it. Everybody's like, Domino. I, they're, they're gonna be the uh, the friggin' Leo DiCaprio. I know that one. I know that one. I got that one. Oh, by the way, so here's here's the photo. This is uh, that that was Justin's vantage point last night. He's up there. He's way up. There. Uh, that is not. I don't think that's the. Uh... I think that's zoomed in, by the way. Hold on. So I'm trying to see what side this is. Um, he looks like he's up there with like the Knicks championship banners or something. Like <laughs> yeah. that's how that's where it looks like he's at. Oh, look, I can see Lisa Ann. <laughs> <laughs> you look closely enough. You might see everybody in this picture. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It may, it may look farther than, than it actually is. Cause when I was taking the photos, it looked a lot farther cause everything, you know, everything is wide angle now. Um, Man, what a house! Yeah, you know, seventeen thousand people, close to right. I, I don't, I don't know if Russell takes it the final yeah, number. I mean, we can see what Russell takes said for the. the final I know they were over here. fifteen thousand when the show started last night. So, uh, listen, they broke numbers. They broke gate numbers as is tradition, and that was a huge, huge show. I mean, they didn't fill the entire arena around because they didn't have it set up for it, but they kept adding sections. And listen, that show is always big every year but this is one of the biggest ones of uh of, of yeah. past the, the only section they didn't fill is where that tron was yeah directly behind um, it. and i i spoke to someone and what had happened was they had decided that if if punk was announced like two weeks prior they would have most likely opened it up and they would have done a smaller smaller stage i was shocked how big that 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 lcd was behind them uh for the show but that entire backside—that was the only thing not open. But you don't look there anyway, so it didn't really. But sixteen thousand, seventy thousand people in that building looked great. Russell Russell Tix had this was at three o'clock yesterday. The setup was for sixteen sixteen thousand, and they said the distribution was at fifteen five. So I assume they probably got all those sixteen thousand. Uh, yeah, we'll call it between fifteen five and, and sixteen there last night. Yeah, around around. Uh, 2.30, MSG sent out a massive text to, I guess, people in New York, if you're you're a season ticket holder or whatever, offering some really, really good seats for like 40 bucks. So I think they, last minute, they decided to open a whole bunch more, seeing what happens. It's the holidays, you know, everybody's in the city anyway. City was bumping. Yeah, I'm wondering how it's going to be this weekend 
when AEW comes to town for World's End. I know the tickets are not the same. Not, not the same. I know it's not the same. You're right before you're right before New Year's Eve. Tickets, if, if you can tickets. go into the tickets in a second, I was just gonna say okay, like okay. right now it feels like the 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 look ahead is to Sting's last match. It looks like everyone's more focused on getting tickets to that than they are to World's End for multitude of reasons. But yeah, what are what are the tickets like right now for World's End? Uh, WrestleTix, the, the setup is for nine nine thousand seven hundred seventy five. The distribution is at eight thousand two hundred sixty four. So, so that's... With, with walkups, it'll it'll go over ten thousand. I think. You think so? I think. I, so. I, I, think, think, I, on... I, I think. I think you're going to be closer their... to that nine thousand. This is their last night of of television. There's no collision for this week, so this is going to be their last night of television. You're going to get. They do the big mass announcements. Well, they'll have final week, too, right? Yeah, but that's tapes. I, like, I know, I know. But I'm yeah. saying, like, until they, unless they make rampage like this huge can't miss thing and they load it up, you're right. It's Wednesday is the big. You know, show. I'm going to criticize them for a little bit. Um, I I don't understand how they haven't announced that entire card. They wait very long to announce this full card, and you know, like if you if you have thirteen thousand tickets sold for this event, great. You don't have to do crap, but. MJF just went on Fox, a uh, local here, uh, yeah. yesterday, and it moved like 140 tickets. Why haven't they done a major blitz for marketing? And this is something we spoke about last time they had a pay-per-view, where they all of a sudden, they did a local market, I forgot what it was, and all of a sudden, they sold hundreds of tickets, and they filled that building up even more. They're, they're, I, there's a disconnect to me. We'll get into that. We'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, I do yeah. want to know. Well, your, your well, full... I know you guys want to talk about the garden more. Yeah, we want to talk. Yeah. So CM Punk, he's back. He still got it. His first match in nearly uh, a decade. He's never wrestled in this past decade. Uh, yeah. Got, he still got a chance. Beat Dom. Somebody had like the full fan cam footage. So I watched the full thing. Like it was a fine house show match. I don't know what people were really expecting from this thing. Were, but... were people critical? I, I think people were just like, oh, it wasn't a five-star match. It's like, what? It's a house show match against Dominic Mysterio. What are you Those are the people who have never been to a house show before. Yeah, yeah. People just, It was you know. fun. It was fun. Right. He did a hokey, big selling of everything. You know, like, <laughs> he was getting, Punk was flying around in that ring. You know, big selling, big selling. It's, it's, you know, you're, you're selling for the crowd. You're not selling for TV. Very different. Yeah, yeah. Oh, update. Final count is 15,831 for the Garden. Uh, there you go. Wow. They didn't do 16. Wow, they're in the mud. I know, it's over. <laughs> Can't believe it. There were 453 tickets available when seating map closed. It's worth noting that many of those were located behind the stage or labeled as limited view. Like, that's still good for a house show. They right. The Baltimore house show did well. Like, if all things considered. And that was Randy Orton's, uh, re- well, return to Baltimore. Yeah, it, LA Knight was kind of sell- selling on that one. He's, he's, oh, he's it's Hagestown. Yeah, he's Maryland guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's Maryland. I mean, that did yeah. uh, over five thousand, which is, uh, if you want to do comparisons, it's more than AEW is going to draw tonight for Dynamite. So, yeah. like, Baltimore house show did well. Okay, so Punk, Punk, yeah, it was a it was a fine house show match, but it sounded it seemed like the atmosphere was really good. WWE they did a lot of social media promotion. They they showed Punk backstage. They showed him arriving to the arena. They showed him like being in the arena again for the first time. Like what was just the atmosphere like for Punk? Uh so uh, it, the crowd it wasn't like one of these nights where like every match they were chanting CM Punk, right? They would do it for rest holds. So the Becky match uh 
Becky wrestled Zoe. Yeah. Uh, in the opener, and it was like a rest spot until CM Punk chance started. And then there were like a lot of kids that, you know, you got to remember, he hasn't wrestled there in 10 years. And AEW doesn't exist to many in that crowd. I had the people in my section, half of them had no idea that he was, you know, they knew that he was gone. There was a you still got a chant, which I thought was hysterical when he came out and did like nothing. Um, the building was, it was a great crowd for everything. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. That's great. I was Thank convinced. You, Sorry, Jeremy. What is happening? Sorry. Sorry. I, I got very distracted. My ADD kicked. Uh, I sent the picture to Joel, uh, and then he responded with something and totally wow. derailed me. Wow. I'm never in on these. Sorry. You guys. Just, I don't have you your number. Just... I don't have your phone number. Here, I'll put it in the private chat. Joel has it. Yeah. I was gonna say, put it in the main chat. Let people. No, know. I don't. Yeah, let everybody know. get it. Let yeah, everybody get it. There we go. Ooh, a five five a five 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 number. Five <laughs> five 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 five. Great number. Um, you know the atmosphere was great. It was a lot of kids. A lot. Every. It was all families mostly in that building, but they made a big mistake. Okay, when and I don't know if it was by design or what. Punk was abrupt. Like the match finished. I forgot what match. I think it was our truth. And Omos, yeah. right? The match finishes, and then it, it just goes right into CM Punk. Like, no announcement, nothing. Just well, his music hit, and it caught everybody totally off guard. They were probably running behind schedule. <laughs> I don't know. I don't you know. know. The garden is. You know how the garden is. If you go a minute late, you're paying them fees. You're paying that union fee. Guy comes out, he goes, give me the money in cash. Yeah, and Punk, Punk has become like, the 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 whooping boy when it comes to just like oh we don't have enough time for your promo oh we don't have enough time for your match oh and he's just like okay that's cool happy to be here so they're just they're, this is the test they're just sending him it, right out it was very abrupt but that crowd erupted they were happy to see him there were some boos you know obviously there's going to be some boos but man you know they had a they had a fun little match punk did you know a house show match. It was fine. He fell out of a sharpshooter. <laughs> he didn't really do that great. Uh, but I, I want yeah. he, and here, here's my gauge. Okay. This is, I, I have had a whole new perspective about professional wrestling and I go based on how my kids are seeing it because that's how we all saw it originally. Right. That's my meter. That's my taste meter right now. They really don't know much about CM Punk. Right. They know the name. They know that he was in AEW. They know he's in WWE now. When they saw him come out, it was like they were lifelong fans. They they were screaming CM Punk. They were chanting CM Punk. And, you know, my wife turned around. She goes, it's interesting how they just naturally reacted to him. And they know nothing about him. They love the song. And I go, it's the it factor. Sometimes you have it. It's difficult to tell. Some, you know, th that is the difference between, you know, people like, well, why is he a main event? That is why. That is why certain people are in the main event. Sami Zayn was another one. My kids went nuts for Sami. Um, you know, th just certain people have that it factor that, you know, you just connect with the audience, good and bad. He's one of those guys. And, you know, I hope this lasts for them because they can make some really good money with him in that company. You're going to get some really creative, interesting opportunities that you didn't have a year ago. He's happy. Is he? 
I mean, he certainly gives up happy. vibe. He, he's happy. He does seem happy. You know what? And this is the thing. This is like, this is the fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. If he was unhappy in AEW, okay, I get it. Uh, he he was. That's his decision. That's how he felt. If he's saying he's happy in WWE and he's having a good time, and he's and and it lasts, that's great. If he's not, then yeah, listen, shame on shame on me, because I will I will have bought it because of the way he's been out there and the way he's been speaking and the way he's just been conducting. He's been much more uh, active on social media. He's been much more willing to engage and do things without feeling like a total dick. I don't know. Yeah. Just. He, he, he was miserable in AEW. He said it himself. He's, it's been reported numerous times that he was just not happy there. And now that he's in, a, in WWE again, that hasn't come out. That's not to say it, it can't, but it just hasn't. And that could be a yet. So it seems like he's having fun for now. Let him have fun. Let all of these guys and girls have fun. Just go and enjoy the job. I, I need to know, Zarin, about uh, the bull rope match. That seemed abrupt. Like, that match felt like it went quickly based on yeah. based on just the, the timelines of when I saw people tweeting that it started and when I saw people tweeting that it ended. I was like, oh, this feels short for a bull rope match. So they ran uh, – I was surprised because I thought they ran, like, two more matches after the punk match to get there, I think. Yeah, Seth and Drew was the main Seth and Drew was the main, and then what was that? What was before Seth and Drew? The bull rope match. The bull rope match, and then what was before that? Punk, Punk and Dom. No, no, no. There was something else in between. Mm, I mean, I'll. Were you taking? Were you taking soul. your vitamins, Andrew Zarian, during the show? No, because I I left. I I didn't stay till the end. No, it was there was nothing. There was nothing between. There was a Punk. Punk did his speech after. Okay, the match. and then you went into that, and then they okay. did the bull rope match. Yeah, the the I could have sworn there was something else in between. Wait, so you left after the punk match? You didn't even see Cody? I I stayed for some of Cody. Oh, I didn't stay wow. till the I, I I didn't st- I was leaving as it was ending. I didn't stay for the main. Fake wow. fan Andrew Zarian, my God. Well, wait well, you till know, I my, tell my, Steven Jensen about this. I <laughs> he I'm in trouble now. Jensen. <laughs> he did pull a reverse Jensen. That's my favorite Jensen story. He legitimately went to Raw for Cody, and Cody was in like the opening segment. And he left Raw like half an hour in. He's like, well, I feel you. Cody, I'm out. <laughs> got home before the third hour. It was yeah, yeah. He got home before the third hour. Well, I, n- I never stay till the end. I think everybody knows that about me. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, there was that one. Yeah, okay. You and I, I've stayed with you to, to the end of a show, but other than oh, that. You and, I, you and I have stayed. Yeah, but I was out of my state. You know, I, I try to, ma- I try to catch home. a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at home. Because when you, well, yeah, Grand Slam, you didn't stay for the whole thing the first one. No, I, I was very concerned about my seven minute ride back to uh, back to Bayside, so I had to, I had to leave. In fairness, yeah, the show went past midnight or like eleven fifty five or whatever it was. It was a late show. You know, I get PTSD if I'm in that area past midnight. It reminds me of really terrible long inning Mets games that they lose. <laughs> you know, I have stayed to like the thirteenth inning for a Mets game, well over you know, well after eleven thirty, and they've they've lost but then i end up in the delta club and i just drink away my sorrows and wait for a car to come pick me up but so um andrew zarian's right by the way ricochet versus bronson reed yeah there you go that's what nobody nobody tweeted about this match don't blame me yeah i knew it yeah because blame people online who did not care at all about this match poor bronson reed 
You know, though, I got to tell you, there there will be a shift on that top level for for WWE because now that Punk's in, like, what does that mean for Damien? You know, he has that briefcase, and Punk is gunning for that top spot. I mean, it's just another person there. It's going to make everybody hungrier. Yeah, exactly. Old, I hope so. Thing. I hope yeah. so. But I, I thought it was it was a fun, fun show. My kids loved it. Um, you know, I'm going to AEW on, on Saturday, and that's that's more for me. Uh, but I loved it. Do you know what this is now? I, 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 this is, people are going to find this comment to be insane and not like it. I Whenever I go with the kids, right, I treat like it's medieval times. Do you guys have a medieval times? Uh, it's... I don't know if we have one around here, but I used to go all the time. We have, okay, you know what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I get into it with them. I'm chanting. I get into the character. I'm booing. You know, I'm doing I'm doing all the right things for TV. Uh, my kids love that. I don't ever do that for, like, AEW. I don't do that for any other shows I go to with Rich. I, I sit there and I watch wrestling. But when I go with the kids, I actually, like, I'm a fan. Yeah, and it's so it. fun to do that. Yeah, you're living it through their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very different. It's a very different perspective. But I look at it like it's medieval times, you know? I get That's it. That's the way I do it. Have fun, though. Have fun with it. How dare I? Because someone's going to take a photo, and then they're going to go, you see Zarian is a shield for WWE? Yeah. And then you'll Who get paid for those tickets. Exactly. And then they'll be like, oh, you're a journalist. Have some integrity. Do you and know who like, paid for those tickets? Who paid for those tickets? Not Sam. me, MFers. Not me. <laughs> That's the scoop right there. Andrew Zarian didn't pay for his own tickets. Yeah, I'm done paying. I paid enough. I'm not going to say it, but I, I was about to say something, but I'll text it to you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. So so overall, it was a good show. You had fun. You were there with I the family. It. it was a good time. Yeah, yeah, um, it was a great time. Fantastic. Uh, you know, I love that building. It's so convenient for me because I, 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 my office is like five blocks away. You, I mean, Joel, you saw my office. It's yeah. so close to the garden. So I went into work. I did some stuff and I walked right. It's on my path home anyway. It's right above Penn Station. I'm going there every day, you know? So I was like, perfect. I went inside and had a blast. But no, no uh, sushi in the box with Stephanie McMahon and Mike Johnson. No, well, no, no, no. You're mixing up the stories. So the last time was the last time was Mike Johnson hanging out really? with Mike Johnson, talking about the Mets. The time, the time before, before that, that was, was hanging out with Steph and Nick Khan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, when they aired the 9-11 documentary for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah cool. I had a very nice conversation with Nick about how his family left uh, Iran after the revolution. Jeez. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I'm glad you had a good time, Darian. I hope uh, AW treats you well this weekend. And uh, You think they sure. won't? You think they're going to be mad at me? Well, I don't I think, think they're going to be mad at you. Yeah. I mean, like, treat you well from, like, a television perspective yeah. of, like, the show is good. Not, like, treat you personally. I don't know. I don't know if Tony likes me right now. Although it'd be great if like they they just like saw you show up and then took you into like a, a dark room or something and just started like a, a torture bit with you of like yeah. saw you at the WWE show this week. What are you doing yeah. at their show and yeah. not promoting us and going on that that nondescript show on Fightful talking bad about us and they just start interrogating you. It's Jericho. I don't want to listen to that podcast to find out. That's right. <laughs> it's just it's Jericho and his pain maker get up. Just like oh, what were you thinking? <laughs> That scared the shit out of me. You know what it reminds me of? Do you remember that kids in the hall bit? The forty-year-old dad. I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm forty-something. Oh, mm. dear. oh god! It's been a long. Time. That's who Jericho reminds me of when he dresses up like the pain maker. Oh boy. 
Just remember, gonna... don't sign the NDA. That's all you need to know, Andrew. It's in your employee handbook. You don't have to sign one. That's it's right. Gee, I, I have signed way too many NDAs for my own good, I'll be honest. It's amazing that you can come on this show and talk at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Not with wrestling. I don't have an NDA with wrestling, but I do have yeah. I do have pinky promises. I have a bunch of pinky promises in wrestling. Of course. Of you don't have an NDA with wrestling yet. Just wait. Wait until this weekend. I'm telling you. They're going to... You think, you think that's how I get in the building? They just hand out NDAs when you walk in? When you get to the back, when you, when they get you in for the press conference, instead of a bottle of water on the seat, it's going to be an NDA and a pencil. And you're going to be like, can I get a bottle of water? And they're going to be like, sign the paper. And that's it. And it's going to be Tony Schiavone there. And he's going to be Tony, who's like, nice dude, just going to be like, sign the friggin' paper. And Britt Baker is going to be right next to him being like, yeah, sign the paper. Because they're best. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned about the scrum. Um, because I'm, I, you know, I want to, I want to attend it, obviously. But Joel knows when I go to an AEW show, I turn into an animal at one point in the evening. And I, I don't know if I would be in the, the mental state to be serious going going into that scrum that's that's what the scrum needs is someone who's not serious I, there I told, rich, I told rich i was like listen dude i'm like do you, I, I'm, I asked this honestly i was like how mad would they be at the scrum we just start making martinis <laughs> and i start we do the interview with like i'm sipping a martini and i'm wearing like a tuxedo <laughs> because it's new year's obviously yeah or if i just go into billy joel ballads <laughs> Can you ask? Dan, I'll feed you. Form? No, ask questions in the form of a Billy Joel song. <laughs> What's the matter, Tony Khan, with your TV? <laughs> you get Tony Storm and you ask her to sing us a song. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I that that gimmick that Tony's doing, Tony Storm is doing, is my absolute favorite, and I love that it has RJ's fingerprints all over it. It is. It's it's RJ. It's RJ Storm. It's Tony City. That's what it is. Yeah, Tony City. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, I'm I'm disappointed. I'm not going to see any of you guys. I don't know who who's going to that show. Like the journalists. Kate. Kate's go. Oh, Kate's going. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Kate told me last night. Journalist? I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a journalist. Exactly. Well, you said who's coming from the journalists? I, yeah, I want to know. Like, who's who's the big shot? Who's the big wig? There's no Sean Ross Sapp there. There's no David Meltzer. Well, that's because, like, again. That's we you. You yeah, take that mantle you. this weekend. That's pathetic. Yeah. That is pathetic. I, I Listen, I don't know this for sure, but it feels like Brandon Thurston would make the drive. Uh, we talked about this before. Like, it's almost cost prohibitive for most of us to go unless we live in the tri-state area. Because I looked at flights. We went through this last week. It was like $500 Canadian return. And for most of us, we're not making a ton of money that's off crazy, this game. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm not going to do that. Whereas I can go to Vegas and like, we, you want to talk about people who are doing their rollouts for matches and getting buzz. Like, yeah, listen, I know people are going to be like TNA shell Joel Pearl over here, but like they're rolling out matches at a good rate. They're making announcements at a good rate. And, and our friend Issa wants to fight you. So you should <laughs> Is she here? She's always here. She's she lives the, here. Yeah, she's in the chat. Is she in chat? I don't see it. Did my chat break? She's, she's up on the is oh, Issa in town? He's on Twitter. Issa, are you uh, going to be at the show? Fight, fight her. Fight, fight. Uh, that on paper. I miss her. I miss her. She's nuts. She is. She's one of my favorite people in the world. I could say, I could say terrible things to her, and she takes no offense to it, and she just threatens to stab me. It's so good. <laughs> uh, 
you know, sometimes you meet people that you can connect to with on that level. Uh, I listen. I think it's going to be great. I'm I'm excited for that show. Uh, I haven't been to the Coliseum in many, many, many years. Uh, they've updated it. Uh, I just hope that the show doesn't run till one a.m. But regardless, I'll probably end the up show in that. Won't. I hope not. No, the the I show the, sh- the show will end by midnight. The press conference will run until at least three. Yeah, I got to figure out calling that Uber back home. So yeah, that's that's something that we we make fun of is the length of the times of, of AEW pay per views. But like, it's only happened once where they've gone over, and I shit you not, three hours fifty eight minutes, and I think fifty nine seconds is their whole gimmick where they always go off the air on time, except for the one where they were going up against what was it Heat versus game, Celtics Heat Celtics game seven, game seven. Yeah. yeah so that was the one where they had to push and push and push because the game was on other than that they they're a 4 hour pay-per-view they have the 0 hour and all that but the pay-per-view itself will run until 11:55 or whatever it is eastern time um and then your scrum is going to go as long as Tony feels like talking which and then the scrum doesn't start until 12:55 yeah that part then, is the worst yeah, yeah. and then I'll get Tony, my second wind I'll get my uh, second wind sometime and I'll I'd legitimately have like a cup of coffee between the main event and the scrum because I need it to cover the 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 scrum. Like I got, I got to have a, a cup of coffee at midnight to cover this scrum. It's annoying. Well, you're staying up to do it, right? Because you gotta you gotta like work report on this. Sadly, yeah, that's hard, man. That's hard. I did a. Elshon Ross uh, have to give me a raise. <laughs> I, did I can't a, ask uh, anymore but if other people ask for i think me, you should get a raise i think you should get a raise i think joel should get a raise too well let's not go that from far. your lips to god's ears let's go <laughs> <laughs> i think you need an OnlyFans, joel that's what you need oh boy you need to go down that. i have cameo now you could do this i can't do that nice for you not do well with that I only have so much time in the day, given my circumstances. But yes, I am on Cameo. Uh, I, I I need to start actually doing the Cameo promotion. But yes, I am there. I think I'm like five bucks to do a Cameo for you. No feet stuff. It says that in my bio, no feet stuff. Coward. But hand, hand stuff is on the table. Hand oh, stuff right. over the shirt. Yeah, we can do that. We mm-hmm. can talk about that. Might be a mm-hmm. little more. Businesses, you're... Petting, petting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Middle school petting. Petting, yeah. That's how far we're going on this. Heavy petting. There you go. Yeah, heavy petting. Uh, uh, no, was, I, I'm looking forward to it. Wilch isn't sent a super chat saying, uh, why do y'all think it takes AEW to the last minute to put a card together? Sometimes it feels like Vince in his last days of booking. And again, this is something Jeremy and I have talked about quite often with AEW is that they'll they'll wait for the last couple of weeks to announce the full card, but they'll start with at least one or two anchor matches and then fill it out in the last couple of weeks of TV. I'm not a big fan of that. I wish there was just more storytelling going on with the announcements of the matches instead of leading to the match announcements. Um, but it's just, yeah, it's, it's a bit frustrating to me. It feels like they know their fan base is entirely online so they can kind of piece it together through the online universe that they've cultivated. I don't think they need to go that way though. I would prefer that they start building matches, announcing them on TV with weeks to go and get us there. That's how I, am. well, I, I think the continent, the classic kind of impact because there's one match that they can't announce until, tonight like tonight Stupid. Yeah. i still hate that that's a yeah. that was that that's happening i think it's well i i think it's dumb that it's happening now but i equally think that it's dumb that they started the build for it during the continental classic it basically gave it away without giving it away people like no oh, we didn't know for sure and he's in the, the gold league yeah but i think it i i think there's a reason for it I think um, Joel is just 
Joel's mad at something that he, I don't know why he's, I know what you're mad at, Joel, but we're just talking about like the classic and they can't announce the Continental Classic final until tonight. No, no, Zarian was talking about the other match that's coming out. The other match. Oh, were you? Yeah, we're talking about the other match. Okay. That's what we're talking about. That's that. Oh, all right. Sorry, I missed the finals, the finals of the, the Continental Classic. I'm fine with that. Like whoever it is, I'm fine with that. Okay. It's, it's getting ahead of, Put, putting a triple threat together with one of the people who is most likely going to be in another match on the pay-per-view card that you've basically given away. That is what yeah, really yeah. annoys me and okay. others as well. All right. Fair, fair. Sorry. Yeah. I apologize. No, but, I mean, they could have still, I mean, they've announced, what did they announce so far for this? Obviously the continental classic final MJF Samoa Joe. MJF Samoa Joe. Uh, Tony Storm. Tony Storm Riho. Tony uh, Storm Riho. Julia Hart Abaddon. Okay. Yeah, Julia Hart, Abaddon, and Edge, and Christian. I love Abaddon, by the way. The Hook, great, Hook, and Wheeler Yuta. Oh, um, so they they have announced a bunch of matches. There. Hook and Yuta might be on like the pre-show. FTR issued the challenge to House of Black. I assume that gets official tonight. Uh, maybe there's a trios match. I don't know. I think I think the for me the big kind of issue one. Not having a Sting match is... I feel like Sting should be on like any and every card possible in the run-up to his, his retirement because he's clearly a draw and he's clearly like, this might be your last time seeing him at this venue, at yeah. this show, because he's he's done in March. So not having a Sting match, I'm still baffled there was no Sting match appearance for Winter is Coming, but we'll, I'll move past that. I, I think there should be a, a sting match for this show because it might be his last match in New York. Like that seems like a big deal. I don't know. So I, that's a huge not, deal. I mean, but and you know, Sting is not really known for wrestling in New York ever. Right. But, however, WCW used to run the Coliseum every now and then, like very not not often. WCW, let's see, Nassau Coliseum. I I, I never I never yeah no 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 they ran that Nitro where uh. They ran that nitro where uh, Big Show was arrested in the in the lobby of the Marriott. He knocked some fan out, and then they 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 let him go because the fan was actually the instigator. Do you remember that? I don't. I do not remember this at all. But I think that's the one. It was uh, it was like um, August of ninety. No, no, no. It was uh, like November of ninety eight. Was that the one? Someone has to know this in the chat, I'm sure. Someone with a better memory than me. But he got arrested at, in the Marriott Hotel. I got to look this up. So on the Sting front, you know, he he's wrestled in New York with the Grand Slam shows with AEW. So people yes, have seen yeah. him there. But again, this might be the last time you get, it, you get to see Sting in New York. And yeah, WCW didn't run New York often or anything like that, but... If you're a fan anywhere and like this is your last chance to get Sting, like you, that's a selling point to me. Like I, I would want to go to the show for that. That's a selling point to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I would love. To, I mean, you know, I think for many it is. Um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why they don't do it that way. Maybe Sting was traveling for the holiday. Maybe that's why he didn't want to wrestle. He didn't want to show up. He want to take off. He's training his he's training his son how to wrestle so that he can wear the mask and the face the face paint and take over. And instead of doing AI Sting, it's going to be Steve Borden Jr. takes over the Sting moniker. Well, his son is wrestling, Darby. 
Oh, he's Darby's Everest training right now. Is it training or has he done the the climb? Is, is no, like, no, no, training. No, the climb. Yeah, the climb is in like April. Right. Why after. does he want to do that? Because he's why crazy. does he want to do that? Yeah. Awesome. He wants to. He says he wants to plant like an AEW flag. I don't know if that's a hypothetical flag or a theoretical flag. He wants to plant the AEW flag so that way when other climbers get to the top, they like AEW, AEW, and then when they come back yeah. down, they're all AEW fans again. That's Plus the second market somewhere. That's yeah, that's second. that's great marketing. That's yeah. more marketing than other people. More do. marketing than they've done for their, <laughs> yeah, more marketing than they've done for this New York show. I'll tell you. <laughs> We're coming to Kilimanjaro. We're gonna the, have- yeah, what, what? When they go to Everest, when they run a show at the bottom of Everest, oh, they're gonna pack the house there, baby. Yeah. The shirt but, but, be there. <laughs> In sting shirts. <laughs> oh, oh, Sean Ross out. How's it going, guys? Oh, Hi, Sean. How are you? Merry um, Christmas. Happy holidays. You too. Uh, Jeremy, Sean. are you still going to eat the, what was it, 20 eggs? 30. It was 30. 30. Okay, 30. I would still like to do it. The problem is I have been sick. The whole I'm weekend. aware of this. I had a pizza delivered to your room before this crucial game. Um, <laughs> uh, and I wanted to make sure that you got food poisoning. Because yeah. I want to see if you got heart. Do you I, I've, got heart? I've been sick, and now, like, I I don't know if I'm in the best spot to do this. My wife is already messaging you to tell you to revoke my access because sure. I'm trying to work while I'm not feeling well. And you, she's like, save him because he's too stupid to save himself. Um yeah, I like this from Louie. Give Jeremy a raise based on how many eggs he eats. Oh, I'll eat ten cents one. an egg. That's a ten case. cents an egg. Ten cents an egg. <laughs> how about however many coughing into your hand like a pleb, coughing your elbow? Good God, no wonder you're sick. You're gonna get everybody else sick. Anyway, however many eggs Jeremy eats is his salary for that year. Uh for- by like, <laughs> how much are the eggs worth? Like a dollar, ten dollars. Let's go 500. So each egg is worth $500 and that's my wow. salary for the year. Oh, that's a, that's a great deal yeah. for the entire year. All right, hold on. No, I just, no, 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 don't do it. Don't if do that, it. If that no. were the case, ruin you. If that were yeah. the case, your boy would be made. <laughs> <laughs> How many eggs do somebody math for me? I can't. Math what are you trying like, to do here? Cause your 30 egg gimmick is going to fail miserably at $500 an egg. Yeah, it ain't gonna work. It's fifteen thousand dollars for the year. I mean, you could. Oh, I no, mean, you could five hundred dollars an egg. You could eat a thousand, a hundred of them for fifty grand. There you go, hundred eggs, and you gotta do it in one one uh, one waking day, not one sitting. So one twenty four yeah, hour, one period. waking day. So I'd have to eat a hundred eggs for fifty thousand. Yeah, a hundred eggs in a wait in a day, dude. You're oh. gonna. It's like that. It's like that wee contest where that woman drank too much water and she died. That's what's gonna happen to you. But she eat too many eggs. Well. She didn't pee as well. Yeah, that's silly. So yeah. Jeremy is not allowed to fart the entire time. <laughs> what? If, all right. So one one waking day though. So what if I just like eggs and G fuel? What if I go like forty eight oh, hours like awake? Unless Vinny gets us some money for that. <laughs> yes. 
that that's that's uh, yeah that's that's a video that needs to be monetized heavily for us to do it maybe 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 your wife would like to take a life insurance policy <laughs> you should have Vinny Pacifico actually there as your hype man throughout the whole process too <coughs> Look at this. Everyone's just coughing on air now. This is except, great. Except Jeremy's I'm at like least this. muting my mic. Jeremy's like this. <laughs> I'm at least muting my mic. Sean over here. Sean, Rudy Gobert. Just COVID is I don't real. care. Just touching everything. Just acting like my child. Coughing in his hands. Mm. Covering everything. With, ugh, gross. <laughs> hmm. well, so yeah, this is uh, this is a this. great chat, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Good show. Yeah. We had a good show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. We've, we've made it this John. far. 109 episodes, and this is what we got. Andrew, are you uh, heading to any of the shows this week? Yeah, I was at MSG last night. Lucky. Yeah, it was nice. I'm and then I'm going. Product, You're going next year? Mm-hmm. Definitely. You, 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 have you gone to an MSG show? Never. I've never been to MSG. I don't think oh. I've ever been to MSG. Yeah. Do the Sean, tour. When you come, when you come, let me do the tour. Let me do. Let me just take you to all the spots. Okay. Oh, you're gonna hate it. It's gonna be wonderful. Do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I mean, you'll you'll hate it and love it at the same time. All all the key places you got to go to before we'll go to. You know what? This is what we'll do. We'll go to Nick and Steph's for dinner. We'll get a nice steak. <laughs> we'll go to Nick and Steph's, and then we'll go to uh, the 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 flying cock. By, by that, by that he means that Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon are going to personally invite us. Yes, for dinner. yeah, that's what we. Yeah, all yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what always happens. That's the that's the uh, thing. So, yeah. I no, no, Nick and Steph's is an actual steakhouse. I am. Aware. No, we are aware, but this is oh, better. Okay. Think about it yeah. this way: it's a charcuterie <laughs> board just to get you in the door. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they gave me a charcuterie board. I there's nothing about New York that can scare me because the one time I've been to New York, I rode in a vehicle with Demon Diva while she was driving, and she doesn't. Oh not my gosh! So no. there's nothing that I can. There's nothing worth fearing. Anymore. I'm so sorry you experienced that. That's oh, how we get people to leave. <laughs> Even uh, she but I go- after that. <laughs> She left. She went back to Puerto Rico. She, she left this country. She <laughs> did. It's still America. What's wrong it's with still you? America. It's still America. It's you still America. You something against America. Puerto Rico, Andrew Zarian? What's Listen, going on I have here? Puerto Rican kids. I have Puerto Rican kids. I'm just saying. You're going to have to explain things to them. You know, I try to explain to them that they're Puerto Rican, and it, it's, you know, like, they don't speak the language, so I'm trying to get them to learn from their grandmother, and their grandmother's refusing to teach them and has the patience to teach them Spanish. But I'm, I'm trying to get them to embrace it a little bit more. You got to get them on that Duolingo gimmick. Dude, I should, yeah. But I am going, I'm going to World's End. I'm also going there. Okay, nice. So John, should what should I ask in the scrum? Well, I want to ask something ask in the scrum. Ask why they haven't fired Velveteen Dream yet. Okay, yeah, that's a good question, yeah. It's okay, you'll be asking plenty of questions to Nick Nemeth that night. It's okay. Oh, yeah. Nick Nemeth, the, the, the debut. Devil. The devil, Nick the devil. He's the devil, yeah. He's the devil. <laughs> He's the devil. I think they reveal it this week. Yeah, at, the, they have at World's End or... Mm-hmm. Big reveals this week. I hope they do yeah. it on Rampage and they make everyone watch Rampage just to get the reveal of the devil. <laughs> and no matter what it is, people are going to be disappointed. It doesn't matter. Well, what if it's uh, what if it's Goldberg? What if, what if it's, it's Goldberg? Punk? What if it's CM Punk and he's got a dual contract? 
we've seen it's it's possible. We Kashida yeah. just proved that. That would be the world's end. That would be the world's end. There it is. Every show, just like the new era coming to AEW was the rated R superstar era. Now we're gonna do the end of the world is CM Punk coming back to claim what's his, and that's everything. <laughs> and an NDA. And an NDA. Uh, I wouldn't expect to hear, I mean, completely separate of that, I wouldn't expect to hear CM Punk really talking about much AEW related. Well, he's got an NDA, Sean. It was in no, his, he's got an NDA his... associated with that. He doesn't have an NDA associated with talking about anything with AEW. Well, he's got an NDA have you checked his employee handbook? How do you know? Uh, no, I can, I can read the <laughs> contracts though. I do That's have a couple funny. of copies of those. Not yeah. his. Not his. Let him let just let him go be happy. Let him go. Let him go smile and enjoy the, the ride. He hasn't wrestled in 10 years before last night. So this was a big deal for him. Yeah. In the yep. honestly, rules, honestly, rules that either the way I look at those, you still got a chance is either the fans are like, hey, we haven't seen this guy wrestle in 10 years, which is funny, or he got it after like throwing punches. And so it's like, yeah, you still got that right hand that you were. That's the last thing we heard from you throwing. Well, based on what we saw, in the, if they only watched the UFC, they might not have known that. Yeah, true. Sure, they, they never seen him land that strike. <laughs> I remember when I, I did the show with Riddle, and I mean, he he was certainly qualified to speak about this. You can say what you want about him now, but he's like, how many strikes do you really think he's getting off in practice? But the people, because he CM Punk trained with as good a people as he could geographically. Like he did not slack off in that regard. Like he was training with like the Pettis brothers and Tyron Woodley and people like that. And man, I wonder, yeah, I've got a lot of questions about that whole situation. You think he's more likely to talk about his UFC career or his AEW career? AEW. Really? Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't think that he would necessarily say it negatively either. I think that what's going to happen is we're going to see Punk probably lighten up an awful lot about this situation because he's back where he probably needed to be and wanted to be to begin with. Um, And, you know, it's a sucky journey that that took him there. But, yeah, I think that... uh, I think that he'll probably soften on a lot of things over the years as, as I'm sure this run will be successful. So anyway, goodbye guys. Bye. Bye. He always comes in and the second we start talking wrestling, he's out. God bless. No one cares about wrestling. Who cares? It's true. Nobody really ever wants to talk about wrestling and I get it. Like, yeah. what are we doing here? There's in the weeds. Doesn't mean anything. Dude, I've done a a wrestling show show for 12 years, and we don't talk about wrestling. Yeah. Uh, It's just bits. It's just bits. Basically. Here's my bit. Why didn't Byron Saxton do the Chelsea Green, Samantha Irvin announcement last night? Because Byron Saxton was doing the ring announcing. All I wanted to hear him do was Chelsea Green and just watch everyone be like, what the was that? But they come trying to take Byron Saxton down. Byron showed good takedown defense. Byron would have been the only takedown he's ever he's ever uh, landed. Byron is just a superstar person and a superstar athlete. The guy should have been champion 20 times over, but they just didn't (laughs) give him that. He was too nice for the business. That's what they're going to say when he inevitably, you know, when he decides to go. Who, Byron? 
Yeah, when Byron retires, they're going to be like, Very it's nice too nice for the business. Yeah. That's why he wasn't world champion. Do you think Punk's getting the title? Eventually. Eventually. Is he the real world champion? I hope he pulls it out of a red bag the next night on Raw when he does. I hope so. I hope so. I hope it's so. not going to get a pop, though. He couldn't even get a pop for punching people in the face backstage. That's like, true. He's going to care about this red bag. That's true. Maybe if it's next Christmas time, he'll pull it out of a red bag and people will think he's Santa. Uh, Santa Punk is coming to town. Santa Punk would yeah. be good. There were a lot of kids that had no idea who he was, which was I, interesting. Again, I've said this a hundred times. Like, Punk is very popular with a very specific fan base, one. And two, like his WWE return, not everyone kept track of what was going on backstage in AEW because a lot of them also don't keep track of what's going on backstage at WWE. Like this wrestling news bubble is so small yet so loud, but yeah. it's not the be-all end-all of, of wrestling experience. It, it's just not. So like people are just excited to see him in a WWE ring. Great awkward silence from everybody. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, That's great. You. All right, let's. Uh, I don't want to kick Andrew Zarian off, but let's try to do an hour by ourselves here, Joel, and let Andrew Zarian get attend to actual business and not this silly show. What? No, no, no. I'm going to Benny. I'm getting my kids dressed, and we're going to Benny Hanna's now. There you go. That's much more Very fun. Serious. You know, I told I told Jess that she's driving back, <laughs> so I'm just gonna get fucking loaded at one o'clock in the afternoon. That's my Bless plan today. It's your Bless daughter's you. birthday. Oh, yeah, that's a reason to celebrate. Happy birthday. No, no, no. Her birthday's on the first. Her birthday's on the first. Fair. Yeah. This is her, birthday's her birthday. Could you just imagine? Happy birthday, sweetie. You weren't the accident in the family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Thank you for joining us, Andrew Zarian. Love you guys. Listen, happy new year. Happy holidays. Have we'll fun celebrating. Have fun celebrating New Year's with AEW because by the time that scrum ends, it will be midnight. I'm gonna feed it's my, you daughter, it's my daughter's birthday when I get back home. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna feed you questions I'm, during the scrum. I'm gonna. Can it be like Impractical Jokers where you're just feeding me ridiculous yeah, questions and I absolutely. have to read it live? Yeah. That would be actually that would be a great fightful exclusive, huh? <laughs> you That's got a great bit. You've got you yeah, got yeah. just sit yeah. on the phone, do that. Do yeah. but not a not a Bluetooth headset. You need to have like the iPhone, the white earbud. Not even like I know you're just dangling. One dangling. It'll look like that dude. Because they'll put the camera on you and you'll have your headphones in and you'll just be like, uh, hold on one second. Uh, my question for you, Tony, is, and you're just sitting there like an old timey news reporter getting the news. Uh, this just in, uh, Tony Khan. Uh, uh, and then it's whatever ridiculous whatever question. The question is, yeah, exactly. Why is the scrum still going? It's two a.m. Yeah, that's gonna be my question. Can you just ask him to end this thing? It's gonna be like two thirty. I'm like Zarian, please just tell him to end it. Tell him you have uh, plans. I'm getting word from the studio. It's time to end the show, Tony. <laughs> time to end this. We're we're past. We're running over. Could you imagine? That would be fantastic. Oh well, if the truck says we got to go, then I think we got to go. Anyone have any questions? <laughs> And then so you just raise your hand and be like, why aren't we off the air yet? So good. Oh. All right, boys. Thank love you, you guys. I'll love see you, you next bye, year. Buddy. Take care. We love you much. Oh, he said he'll see us next year. Is that implying that he's not going to be on Friday's show? I don't like that. I mean, anything could happen. We should probably get someone to preview World's End with us because uh, maybe I, I let's get SP3 on to, to, to do okay. the World's End preview. We want people <laughs> who can actually get to AEW media. <laughs> All right, fine. So we'll talk to Cassidy Haynes instead. Uh <laughs>
We should have uh, SP3 is gonna get us banned because he's gonna be ranting about how he he can't get access, and then by proxy we're gonna be guilty. <laughs> uh, whatever. If it's not him, then it's someone else. Oh <laughs> yeah, there's a heart. That's right. uh, why Soul was saying just pull the fire alarm. That's one way to do it. If you can find it, I scope out anytime I'm in a room like that. I scope it out. Just be like. Where are the exits? Where am I? Where's the good light? Where's the banner? Where are the talent going to come from so I can get them first? Like, what's going to work here? Uh, and also, where are the snacks? But uh, yeah, the fire alarm is definitely one you should probably find for a moment like that. It's two in the morning and you're just like, done here, man. I'm dreading, dreading so much. I don't like that either, by the way. Like, I don't like, I don't like that. Like, I'm dreading these shows and it's not because i think the show is going to be bad the show's always good i just dread staying up till like 3 a.m to cover these comments that just like it's 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 a lot it really is and yeah i just dread it every single time it's like the show ends and i'm just like ah, now like the real work begins it's like i've been working for because i don't get to like sit and watch and like fully enjoy these shows when i get when i watch them because like i'm working during the shows as well i i'd probably come off i i sound like bitter that like i get paid to write about wrestling and stuff but like you know i i don't always get to sit and just enjoy this stuff then i got wrestle kingdom in a few days is a week from today like i gotta do wrestle kingdom staying up late for that as well uh it's gonna be a long week joel so i picked a bad week to get like sick i gotta get it healthy i gotta get healthy so i can do all this stuff well bring out the doctor again the good doctor will help doc mcstuffin's gonna get me healthy good there you go now you're already feeling better about it while everyone comes up and then you know getting getting subscribed to the channel that's what they're doing helping you get healthy now sean like TK is going to go as long as he wants. I West Coast, like, yeah, he'll be like, oh, it's only like midnight. Let's keep going. Even on the East Coast, he's like, ah, TK runs on TK time. He don't care about anybody else this time. Yeah, the 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 All Japan show with Charlie Dempsey as well. That's on January 3rd. Yep, I'm going to be so watching much. the clips from that because I ain't watching live. From like December 30th, which is Saturday to like January, uh, whatever the, the day that the next Saturday, it's just because WWE raw is a big show. And then NXT new year's evil. There's the all Japan show. There's wrestle kingdom. There's new year dash. There's a SmackDown show, which is a big show. Is there a pay-per-view? No, there's no pay-per-view next Saturday, which no, is good. The six is off, but like you really do have. Yeah. So there's, <clears throat> There's Saturday is uh, New Year's Evil. Or sorry, not New Year's Evil. Saturday is World's End. You're off technically on Sunday for New Year's Eve. And then the first is day one. New Year's Evil is the second. You mentioned the AJPW show. That's the third. The fourth is Wrestle Kingdom. That's Thursday. Uh, the fifth is SmackDown. Sixth is nothing. There's nothing, nothing in the card. Collision. I mean, it's a collision. You'll show, have collision. That's so. true. But someone else can cover that for a change. Uh, and then Sunday the 7th. I don't think there's anything plan for that no no kings of coliseum is the sixth isn't it the mlw show fuck that what we should probably talk to get talk to mlw about some talent for that week shouldn't we when it when is this show i think it's the sixth 
No, it's yeah, the Saturday. What? Uh, Joel. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. At least I gave you a heads up. Yeah, Saturday the sixth. Don't cover it. Have somebody else cover the MLW show. But we can also get some. No, old- because no, because it's also Collision. Right. And it, so there's two shows. I'll send you a private chat. While you're doing that, uh, Wilson said, I thought the news of William Regal's son working all Japan is funny because it came out of nowhere. Is it a one-off or more? Uh, for, I'm gonna say, <clears throat> I really liked the announcement from Regal himself. I didn't love that it came on like a 90s VHS camera that they sent to all Japan. But other than that, like it was a really well put together ven- uh, announcement and it was a really cool way to bring in an nxt talent who has connections to japan through his dad and this was the first time that william regal had made reference to his son being charlie dempsey i thought that was really cool uh what do you think is it a one-off or is it more what do you think of the announcement i think it's a one-off in the sense that like they're not going to be this big strong every single month we're going to get nxt person um an nxt person in all japan or anything but it's similar you know nakamura went over to, to Noah last year for, for Keji Muda, Great Muda's uh, one of his final matches. So it's just clear that like the door is open to work with these companies, and, and that's a good sign. So, yeah, I, 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 I like it. You know, I like that it's a, a different talent. It's, uh, you know, it's Charlie Dempsey, who I imagine doesn't have a huge foothold in Japan like Shinsuke Nakamura did. Um, but it, it's good to, it's good for these guys to get that otherworldly experience. Cause that's very lost. And when you're just in like the WWE system thing, like you, you talk about all the, the, the guys who are now big stars today who have done the independence, spent years on the independence, but they traveled to different parts of the world and learned different styles and it helped them become better wrestlers. Like, I think it's good for a lot of these guys. Yeah, there's there's definitely an opportunity there that uh, I hope they explore more. I think that the the Dempsey experience is going to or whatever experience Charlie Dempsey has that's going to reflect on talent going back from Florida from NXT over to Wall Japan moving forward, and vice versa because obviously Charlie has to be on I don't say on his best behavior because he's not that type of person. He very he's fine, uh, but the hope is that the American talent that goes over there are also treating AJPW and their fans and their office with respect. And that way they feel comfortable sending their talent towards NXT into WWE. Yeah. And I know people are going to be worried about, oh, is WWE going to buy all Japan? Are they going to start like NXT Japan? Because like we're getting NXT Europe at some point in 2028, I I assume. Um, So I know that is a concern with the, the global localization, I think that's their buzzword term that they like to use. Like they've dropped it over the years, but yes, that was their term for a long time. Pre, yeah. So like like that, I understand that that fear with with everything. Uh, I think it'd be better if you know if they could get a, a working relationship. You know, evolve the working relationship with them became what it became. But like I think on the whole that was a good idea. Like the progress thing never worked out too well. Um, but I think like having these working relationships is good. As long as you're not trying to completely take over and completely just swallow the scene, which is largely what they did in, in, uh, in UK. Um, 
But I, I think it can be good. Like the Street Profits, they went to Evolve for a while because they just weren't getting television time otherwise. And they always spoke very highly of their time and Evolve. And like I think it, it was good for them to just work smaller crowds, work on a, in a different environment. It's good for these people, especially these people who are just – they start in NXT and develop from there and then don't have experience elsewhere. A you're in if you're in one ecosystem you know you want to try to 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 grow elsewhere if possible and it, by having these relationships with different companies that'll hopefully foster some of that yeah a good working relationship goes a very long way and this is the beginning of one i'm trying to remember is all japan under amoeba with their tv contract in japan i, I don't think so may i i i mean i can look it up i was looking it up i was trying to find out but i know that the uh that noah i think is under amoeba with yeah their... it looks like all japan and noah are both under okay amoeba. and wwe is is recently signed a deal with amoeba so there was no real shock on anyone's face to see that they were going to work with these japanese promotions it was more that they they picked a good time they picked literally like the day before christmas and it was really neat to see that and then the announcement came on christmas day that it was going to be charlie dempsey heading over to uh to japan to work the all japan shows and that's great looking forward to it again i hope it's a a successful venture and i hope that there will be more wrestlers to make that jump back and forth for for time to come because it's it's a really cool thing so yeah good good for them good for both the companies doing that and again, triple h has never been opposed to this we can go back to the liger liger coming to nxt like that was a huh what um yeah triple when, H- he, when he faced tyler breeze yeah. <laughs> that was great like triple h is always like do, like to do this kind of stuff it's just it got very limited with mcmahon and he didn't want to work with these companies because to him these companies never existed and that's why they were never acknowledged even on television um but triple h has never been opposed this kind of stuff. I think it's good because nobody's bigger than WWE. You're not like nobody looks at all Japan and it's like, Oh, they're going to overtake WWE. Like you're not lowering yourself by working with these companies and they're not in a, a, a real threat to you or anything. Like it, it just, you play nice. It makes you look better. And then you know, Triple H worked with, with New Japan, with Carl Anderson and everything. So, like, it, it's good. I think it's just good for wrestling as a whole. And I think it's good for wrestlers as a whole. And, like, I again, just to, to give a little historical context, Vince did work with New Japan for a short amount of time and CML and Triple H. They were short-lived uh, agreements, but they did have wrestlers come in and work their territories. But it was never really a big deal. Not that this is, like, some huge deal and it's going to lead to – bigger better things we don't know but as of right now like this isn't the first time and it's definitely not the last time we'll see uh, a, a deal like this struck aw is not going to be the only ones who get to work with other companies uh and it's just looking like wwe is jumping into the pond again and working with all japan which that's more unexpected but there weren't many other places it could go considering aw works with new japan for wrestling right now and new japan seems to be pretty happy with that and they work with them with tna as well so for WWE to pick a different pond to jump into, that just makes sense. And I think it's good <clears throat> for WWE that I don't think, I mean, they worked with impact with Mickey James, which, you know, really came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, well, Mickey, Mickey was just never under contract to TNA, right? She was always on a handshake according to her. So for her to go over 
No, that was that was the that was the thing. Even as knockouts champion, she said it herself. She was always under a handshake deal. She was paid per appearance, but there was trust there with her and impact management. So when WWE came calling, she got the blessing from Scott and Scott was like, just don't, <laughs> just don't run off on us. Or if you are get ready to do business on the way out, which I think they were ready to do regardless if that was the deal, but no, th- yeah, Mickey came in and did the, did, did that, but she was still a free agent from both sides. But that still shows, I mean, she was the champion. Yeah, yeah, but but WWE also didn't want her to wear the Knockouts World Championship going out, and that apparently was a last-minute agreement that was made to wear it out there and to mention that she was the Impact Knockouts World Champion at the time. That was like that was another point of contention with Vince and with just people backstage, and eventually got settled. She wore the belt out to the ring, or at least to the to the entrance. (laughs) And what did that like prove? And, and, and prove is probably the wrong word, but all it showed was like, Hey, we're, we're willing to do business here. Like it's not like impact business suddenly exploded because right. Mickey James was that. That's my point. When it comes to WWE working with these companies, it's like you lift them a little. It's not like by doing this, they're all of a sudden this huge competitor to you. AW a little bit of a, a different territory because they actually have a national television deal and like are the, the biggest competitor since WCW. But like, you work with like Evolve. I know Evolve doesn't exist anymore, but you work with like Impact. You work with MLW or something. They're not working with them. I mean, they work with them at court. Um, Eventually. But you work with them and it's like, it's not the biggest deal in the world because you're WWE, dude. Like, you just, you're, 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 you're bigger than all of these companies. Yeah. And that, and again, this is the thing. What did, impact what did tna get out of the mickey james appearance i don't even think it was about that it was impact got to tout that they had their knockouts world champion in the rumble that's great but it was never about a working relationship once you start getting into things like titles or going over you know with big 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 stars that's another concern that's another question yeah wwe's not gonna do they're not any of that yeah yeah, they're not gonna have these they're not gonna have these full-on working relationships like aw has with new japan or anything where they're doing like joint shows i never expect that from WWE. having some talent every now and again appear on a show on an nxt show on in a rumble like a one-off type of thing i but the cm punk is the best example of this punk was on aw television a featured star on aw television and then he comes back to wwe and half the audience is like Where's this dude been for 10 years? It's like, they ain't going to know who, no offense to, to Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander could show up with the Impact World title. It's like, they're not going to know who Josh Alexander is. Like, no. it, it's not a, it, that doesn't register with a lot of the WWE fans. And like, I see Caden in the chat being like Impact Women's Champion. All, that's again, the crossover. People don't know what the knockouts division is in Impact. So for them to just call it the Impact Women's Champion, like that was... That was just to make it easier for people to understand who maybe don't watch TNA or Impact. Like it was just, it that was all that was. It, you know, she's a Knockouts World Champion to those who knew, but to fans who are only watching WWE, she's the Impact Women's Champion. That's easy as that. It's a, it's just simple. Will Chisholm sent to Super Chat saying, "Feels like Triple H is more open to work with some companies. I know Vince did the '90s, but only." because WCW was doing it. And that's that's kind of the point that we were making before. He did it out of necessity and because his competitors were up to it as well. Yeah, they they, they had the they tried to bring NWA to with Jarrett and Cornette 
and big, stuff. big, big fan of that. <laughs> yeah, triple triple A. Uh, there was a lot of triple A talent in the Rumbles. There was a lot. There was some New Japan talent and some of the Rumbles and stuff as well. Like I, I think it's cool as a Rumble thing. Uh, yeah. With to to bring in talent like that. WWE's never gonna put like these one off people in this high profile position of like, yeah, you're gonna beat Seth Rollins. Like they're never gonna do anything like that. But you you throw them a little, and then you you pop uh you pop the the fans online with a one-off appearance and then you move on speaking of popping the fans uh remember how i spent weeks saying hey grizzled young veterans are going to show up at tna as early as snake eyes well they're going to be at hard to kill they announced that i was very excited for that to finally finally be announced and finally come to fruition we've been talking about it for long enough gyv coming to tna big fan of that uh what do you think when you saw that that was uh Pretty, pretty big deal for TNA in terms of their tag team division, getting a, a new fresh coat of paint. Yeah, they're I like uh, Grizzled Young Veterans. They've been making the rounds since uh, leaving WWE, and they're going to be good. You were me from a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Just They're going to be good in, in TNA. Like I assume they're going to continue to work elsewhere like all these people in TNA. I'm very interested. It's tough for me to judge impact right now because they're in the lull before tna uh the rebrand happens and then they're bringing in all these new talents hard to kill looks like a good show but like the build has been what it's been with a lot of these matches snake eyes tapings look cool but you're using a lot of one-off talent that's not going to stick around so how does that play i'm interested in like what impact looks like after all of this and when they start establishing guys and when they start like piecing all this together. So my feeling is that this is a kind of a catapult that they're working on. You've got a lot of people coming in to do hard to kill and to do snake eyes. And then from there, they garner a lot of interest and hopefully build some stories with their tentpole talent, with the people who are signed or sticking around so that when they do the impact tapings in Florida, two weeks after snake eyes, that starts building more interest moving forward for the TV product and things like that. They're really, again, they have not been producing live content since the beginning of December when I, when I was at final resolution since then, it's just been taped stuff or just tying up loose ends, showing old best ofs and all that. And now we're going to get into hard to kill. Most of the matches are being announced online. Most of them are, you know, with different talent and different matches than expected. Um, And then, whatever they do with all this extra talent coming in from snake eyes will hopefully get people reinvested in TNA and what they're doing. And also interested in the talent that they actually have full time working for them. And just to add to someone in the chat, no GYV did not sign a long-term deal. They're on a per appearance. They're coming in for the show. I'm assuming this is a, just a, a feel out. I don't want to say a tryout because they don't need a tryout. It's a it's a feel out for GYV. See if they fit in that locker room, and then you start you know bringing them in more and more based on need and based on on interest from all sides. And I'm fine with that. I would like to see more GYV, especially in TNA wrestling. Working with, I mean, the guys in in Ace of Bays, ABC, they've already started setting up a, a program for them. You could see that match as early as Snake Eyes, and that would be great. Do the TV tapings have ABC versus GYV? People would love to watch that. They're putting together a really, really special weekend in Vegas, and I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how that plays out and how it pans out. Because, like you said, moving forward beyond those tapings, that's when the interest is going to be most important for long-term fans. You, you can continue to put together 
cool matches. Like you can to put together cool matches, but I, when you have weekly television, you got to put together meaningful matches. And that's what I want to see out of TNA slash impact. Because right now, like they're doing cool matches. Um, like, yeah, they, they're doing cool matches, but like, now you got to make like cohesive storylines and stuff. Cause that's, I think that's where the investment is. Cause otherwise, if you're just doing cool match for the sake of cool matches, you're, you're an independent company, <laughs> like, but you have weekly television, so you should be more than an independent company. So I, that's, that's where I'm interested to see what, what TNA looks like after these shows. Like I'm looking forward, I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to the to the shows don't get me wrong but like i'm really looking forward to like how all the dust settles with this because they have a chance to like really put together good television it's just a matter of who they're committing to and this is similar to somehow sometimes how AEW will run bringing in you know different talent that aren't signed to put them on tv for whatever they call dream matches or highly anticipated matches and we kind of know who the victors are going to be going into the match based on who's in it but there's an interest there as long as TNA kind of doesn't stand by that for too long, then we'll be okay. That's always something with AEW that like, you know, where's the video package? Where's this and that? But like people who want to see these talent, they know who the talent is. They're excited. And those who don't, then they come in and they see the talent for the first time or the second time. And they're like, Oh shit, this is very special. I'm using Vikingo If you haven't figured it out yet, uh, because the X division championship match between it's a, it's a triple threat between Saban, Kushida and Vikingo. That's going to be a ridiculous match. Two out of three talents are signed TNA talent. One is the champion. The other one's Kushida. So like Vikingo's there to do what Vikingo does. And I'm not too worried about that. But you're right. What comes out of Hard to Kill and what comes out of Snake Eyes for the long term of the taping and the long term of TNA, that's what's going to matter most. We might even find out that some of the talent that they've announced for this particular show are going to be signed or at least brought back more and more as TNA continues to build or rebuild in 2024. We shall see. We shall see. That's still weeks away, Joel. What are we doing talking about impact? I just saw the GYV thing. It's important. Come on, let's go. Uh, that is weeks away. It's two weeks. We, we still have a full week of, of content plus the MLW show. Plus, we got, we got a full, we got a full, we week got a full of, dynamite. Yeah, we had dynamite and, you know, full week of content there. We got, a, we got weeks to speculate on who the big free agent signing is that's going to cross the line and change the game for TNA. Like, we got we got a lot of a lot of time to talk about TNA. Let's talk about what everybody really wants to talk about. Nick Nemeth the Devil. So you know, people, we, we're, we've been talking about World's End. That's Saturday, folks. If you didn't know, we've been talking about it, and we were talking with Zarian about just the sales for the show, the ticket sales. I'm not a big ticket sale guy. Like to me, whatever. I I. I care about the product on the screen. I don't care about ratings. I don't care about buy rates. I don't care about tickets. Like I care about what I'm watching on television. Cause I got to watch regardless. So do I want it to do well? Yes. Cause that way the product feels hot and the product is good. Um, and it, it's, it's sustainable, I guess, sustainable in terms of like business and that's good, but I care about what I'm watching. I think one issue with why this show might feel a little cold is it's based on the devil reveal. Like that's, that's what people are basically tuning in for. Like the, the Samoa Joe MJF program doesn't feel like a title program. 
that's a very good point. It doesn't. It did. It did for the first little bit. And now we've done a lot more devil stuff. And as a result, you're right. The world title match doesn't necessarily feel like a world title match for Joe and, and MJF. And I think more people have gone from feeling like it's going to be Joe's match to win to MJF is going to retain. And that's going to set off the devil reveal. So we were talking about when they announce these matches and stuff. And it's like, oh, how do they not have this card more like announced with everything? They announced MJF and Jay White for full gear like a month and a half ahead of time. People are like, yeah, this is great. We got it a month and a half ahead of time. And then by the time you get there, because of all the stuff they did, it's like, eh, I don't know about this match. Like this match doesn't feel like a big deal. And the devil stuff overshadowed that. And then they did nothing with the devil stuff. Yeah, that definitely made some people feel a certain way. And I was at the time, I wasn't too upset about it. I don't think it was more just like, we we talked about it on this show. It was like, they've got to do a hint and then they didn't do a hint, but they kind of did because my feeling was, Oh, Adam Cole, if he's the devil, he was there the entire time. The devil was at full gear. It just happened that the devil was next to Adam Cole or sorry, next to MJF and not wearing the mask and not dressed as the devil. He was just dressed as Adam Cole. Uh, if Adam Cole is the devil at the end of world's end, I'm going to be fine with that. That reveal because there has, there's so much story behind it. I'd be fine with that. And I'd be fine with MJF as the devil. I still think it's Adam Colton. Joel, I'm dying. I can hear dying out here. Oh my gosh. Um, We might just end a little bit early tonight just to give you your breath. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. We'll try and end a little early because Jeremy's struggling a bit and I don't want to kill him. So uh, we'll talk. We'll talk about uh, Condo Classic real quick. How about that? You want to do that? Unless you want to make a devil point before we move on. <laughs> I still think the devil is Adam Cole. That's that's my point. All right. I don't know. But like they gotta they gotta do they gotta do the reveal at, at World's End. Like they they have to. I think it's Cole or MJF. That's that's my final prediction. Will Will asking read this, Joel. Will they reveal the henchmen tonight during that tag match or reveal everything on Saturday? I think tonight is when they reveal or at least start revealing some of those henchmen. Wardlow, Jake Hager, and then whoever the smaller guys are. Or at least reveal one and make it Wardlow because that's been the most obvious one from the beginning. I don't think I don't think they reveal any of the henchmen tonight. I don't think I don't know. So I'm a little torn because the ROH title match that being tonight, the ROH title match makes makes this a, a difficult call for me. Because they've already copped out of this match once, basically, with attacking MJF and not doing the match. Yeah, So, but this being an ROH title match, here's my issue with this. And it was my issue with the all-in match. You have MJF, who's the world champion. You have Samoa Joe who's challenging for the world title. You're going to have one of them lose before Saturday. You're going to pin your world champion in a tag team match. You're going to pin the big challenger who's main eventing in a tag team match. This was my issue with all in. And, and then they won, which was great, which was, I guess, the right call because I don't think either of them should have lost on the pre-show. And then they're going to headline that show. It's the same. It's the same issue here is do they just win and they beat these masked men and then they unmask and then it's like griff garrison 
And it's like, ah, okay, sure, whatever. It's action and dready and Griff Garrison is the new. Type. Yeah, like I don't think they should lose, even if you do like some sort of like shenanigan type stuff. Like, don't make either of these guys look stupid. Like, don't do like lights down gimmick, devil face appears, ah, distraction roll up. Like, don't make them look dumb. But also, I don't know if you can like beat them even with like any type of like, oh, he gets hit with a wrench or some shit. And then, like, he loses off of that. Like, don't beat your your main event guys in a almost a throwaway tag team match the week of the pay-per-view. I think that's stupid. Now, my big concern is they take out Samoa Joe. And it's just going to be, like, the other, the other side of what they did with MJF the last time they were going to do the match. And I see Tim in the chat saying, have Mimosa Joe walk out on MJF. But no, the whole point is that Mimosa Joe wants MJF at 100%. He's the protector. And if he walks away from from MJF, then he's just giving fodder to Samoa Joe being the devil. And with the three, four days to go until the pay-per-view, you can't start that story. You can't pull that string because you've never really, you've, you've done it once before, but it's never been a big enough story point to kind of expand on. You need to either have the match or you're going to have M- or have uh, Samoa Joe laid out in the back and we just repeat the whole stupid thing all over again. What are they going to or have what? They're going to have they're going to have MJF be like I'll do it two on one and then Adam Cole comes out and says, "Oh, I'll do it. We'll we're back together, baby." And then he can't actually be in the match and he costs MJF the match by not being able to join the match. And then no, you pin your champion again. And yeah, you don't pin your champion. Here's even in a two on one match, I wouldn't pin MJF the only way I could like think of it to do this kind of halfway decently, Joe gets taken out. Roddy is like, I'm I'll, I'll be your teammate. I think you're the devil. I don't trust you. I'll be your teammate. Cause there's still the Roddy kingdom Cole thread there. And Cole is like, you got to trust them. Prove to Roddy. You're not the devil. You got to trust them type of thing. Roddy takes the fall and we do learn not maybe tonight, maybe Saturday. We do learn that the kingdom are the masked men that it is Taven and Bennett. And of course, like people will be a little skeptical because Taven and Bennett won't be ringside. And maybe that's why you just do the reveal there. But Roddy takes the fall on that. And then you do, you're not beating MJF. It's a big, uh, the mastermind plan of how, how they get there. But then I don't like, then I don't know if MJF makes sense as the devil. Cause that's, that's so that's convoluted bullshit. If MJF is the devil at that point, like the kingdom should have won the ring of honor world tag team champion. They shouldn't know. They, they, they shouldn't have. Honestly, the easiest way to do this is MJF and Samoa Joe just fucking win tonight. They, they win. And then, that's and then it. they unmask two guys, and it's the weaker of the of the five. Easy peasy. Look at that, and it's the kingdom. And look at that, it's the kingdom or two of the guys. Whoa, it's not the even kingdom. a kingdom. It's just nobodies. It's just people who. It's it's just nobody people. That's it's, all. It it's is. masked wrestlers without their. It's Serpentica. It's John Cruz and and Nyla Rose. Yeah, and it's, they have to give up their pandemonium pro tag team titles. It's just nobody wrestlers, and then they get jumped by the devil people, and and that's it. Like, <coughs> I the, the the ROH tag team stuff, man. They do need to get the belts off of them, but 
but there ain't too many great ways to do it when your ROH tag team champions are involved in the AW world title program. Like there's just, there aren't too many great, great ways to do it. Only way I'm going to be okay with this is honestly, if they make it that for some God forsaken reason, the young bucks are the guys that win the world tag team tag, that they're not going to work ring of honor anyway, but like they do it in such a way. The reveal is so, is so obvious because it'll just be super kick party. And then they get the pin they take off the masks and it's the bucks because if it's going to be anyone, it's got to be someone who's on the level of two main event stars. But I don't like that either. That's the whole story here is like, how do you make this? It's either going to be a really good payoff or a really not good payoff. Like there's no in between. There's no, Oh, okay. That's okay. It's going to be either really good or really bad. And that's a big, big step to take at the week before your pay-per-view with your main event talent and a main event story. It's all. In- I don't, I don't know if you're going to get like a really good payoff tonight. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm not teased. Like it's the payoff has to be like, if they win the, the world tag team, like it just doesn't work for me. Like two masked guys are holding your ring of honor tag titles. Then again, that's, you know, what does it matter? It's not like they're going to defend them on ring of honor TV, which by the way, I wish they would do that just once defend them with the masks on so that people can be like, Oh, they're already defending them more than, than the last guys. That would be hilarious. The devil's guys with the masks on versus I don't care. Dalton castle. And one of the boys do something like that. That would be fun. Um, uh, I'm, I'm interested in how they book around. Yes. This, which I don't think I should be interested in I'm like, Hey, how do you book yourself out of this one type of deal? Uh, the main event tonight is the Continental Classic Finals. I think the main event is the Gold League Final because that has been the Dynamite Final. I think we open up with Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson in the Blue League Final. And then we're going to close off with a triple threat with Moxley, Strickland, and Jay White. And then whoever wins that match, probably Jay White, gets uh, their, their, their flowers. And then out comes Keith Lee and he beats up Swerve Strickland and they make the match. I don't want that. I, I, <laughs> Neither I, do I, but here we are. Because then Keith Lee overshadows the the whole bit there. So he, do I truly league. What do you open with the gold league? And then I was gonna say, league? I think you open with the gold league, and then you have the winner, and then later on in the evening, you have Keith kind of confront Swerve to set up the match, and then you close with Danielson, I guess, and Eddie. I, and then you do the face off between you do the face off between who the, the two winners to close the show. So Eddie and Jay White standing face to face in the ring. Yeah, who if yeah. that's who you think. Yeah, that's my that's who yeah. I think it is. I think it's okay. and again Eddie pinning Danielson in the main event of uh, uh of Dynamite, that's a big deal. People will be very surprised, shocked, and I think it's a good shock that you would have that. And then you've got Jay White coming out and a low blow Eddie Kingston or something. Just do some underhanded tactic to be like, see you on Saturday. And then that's that. But uh, the devil stuff feels like a crossover segment in the hour, the after the first hour into the second. And then, yeah, we can open up with the gold league final. We'll see what they announce. I do agree. Like it does feel weird that your big main event is Samoa. This is why I said, I don't feel like Samoa Joe and MJF feels like the main event it doesn't feel like a world title program because it's so involved in the devil stuff like the devil stuff's what you've been building for two months now it does feel like that should maybe close the show of samoa joe mjf and then a big devil tease at the end of the show and whether you 
outright say, I will reveal myself on Saturday, or you do just another big kind of tease gimmick there to go off the air with it. Like that's your, that's your closing match on Saturday. That's your closing angle on Saturday. It should close the show, but it doesn't, the continental classic is the hot program right now. Like that, that's way hotter than the, no, there's no collision this week. Everybody, the, the continental classic is way hotter than the main event program. So it feels like the continental classic stuff should close. And yeah, I would close with the singles match because this whole tournament's been singles matches until tonight. And I definitely wouldn't close with like a Keith Lee thing to undercut everything. Like, oh, here's Keith Lee to do all of this. I I, I wouldn't close with that at all. Like it's been yes. it's been one on one. You you close with a confrontation, not hey, big win, cool. Keith Lee. Nah. The only reason I would end with the tag title match is because it's the only title match on the card tonight that's been announced. And there's a, it's only a four-match card. Not even. It's a three-match card with a Renee Paquette interviews Mariah May. That's what's been announced for, for AW Dynamite tonight. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. We're going to see the two different AEW universes really colliding tonight. We've seen it on Dynamite because of... Uh, because they've done the devil stuff and the continental classic stuff. And it feels like it's two different universes. We're going to see it even more tonight because we're going to get the, the devil stuff. We're going to get the continental classic. Jericho is going to do something. I assume he get, he reveals his partner tonight. So he's going to be there. Um, like I, you're going to see the, the two AEW universes here and just the, the differences in how, uh, differences in, in how things are being put together on two sides of the coin with continental classic great peer wrestling that the fans have loved and then the the devil jericho stuff this more sports entertainment side that was a uh big turnoff for a few few months there yeah i see cron in the chat over on twitch.tv slash five gaming saying i'm going to the show pretty frustrated only three matches have been announced and no women's matches yet and they will they will inevitably have a women's match I don't know what it's going to be. Uh, will Chisholm says I might look too deep, but does it feel like? Uh, but it does feel like Mariah May's first match will be Tony Storm, or they really don't know who to book with her. Uh, someone else in the chat mentioned that Mariah May will probably announce her first match will be at the pay per view, which makes sense. I mean, do it. Who would it be? Her and what? Soraya. Uh, Here, like it makes sense. You're going to put that on the pre-show. Well, that's the thing. I wouldn't put it on the the zero hour. I would put it on the main card and you know that way they can point to we have more than two women's matches on the show tonight so that's a big deal you know that's something that they might do yeah you could do sheeta versus mariah may that's good mariah comes in with some some background from stardom right she has that that japanese experience so for her to face off against another japanese female talent that would be a fun exhibition match to put on either at the pay-per-view or next week on dynamite yeah i See, it feels like they put it on the pre-show. And that's, should they do three women's matches on the main card? Yes, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just going based on history of what they do. Right. And typically, they do the two title matches on the the main show for the women. And there's not a, there's a pre-show match maybe with with the women. So I don't know if you're going to put it on on pre-show with that. Uh, I guess... 
guess we'll see with Mariah May and Renee Bouquet. I do love that Tony like just forgets Mariah every single time. It's like, who are you? Come Mariah. to the next uh, seminar. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, Yuka Sakazaki getting the the rub against Mariah or doing the match with Mariah would be fun. Uh, people saying Emi Sakura would be good. Who knows? It could be. Uh, it could be a lot of a lot of different people. It could be. Could be uh, Nyla Rose. I don't know. I don't know if I'd do Sheeta only because she loses. She, what? Because she wins big matches and then she loses. Yeah, yeah. Like Sheeta's just coming off a run as the champion and she lost the title. And I don't know if I'd have her lose to Mariah May right off of that. Like I, Emmy, Yuka, somebody like that makes a little bit more sense because they kind of lose all the time anyway. Like you want to protect Sheeta a little bit. Not only do you want to protect Sheeta, you want to protect like just your women's championship lineage a little bit. Like what does it say? Maybe I'm reading too deep into things. But like, what does it say if like, oh yeah, this she was the former women's champion and here she is losing to just new person in her first match, her first big singles match, like after losing the title, like was she that great of a champion? Like I, I don't, I, I wish they would, you know, I don't like when the companies do that. Yeah, exactly. I see someone in the chat saying they'll put Abaddon and Julia Hart on the pre-show. That's been announced for the main card. They very rarely pull it back and say, no, it's on the buy-in or it's on the pre-show or it's on whatever, whatever you want to call it. They very rarely pull that back. Once it's announced for the main card, they keep it on the main card. Something big has to happen for that to change. But uh, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I'm thinking more and more. I think that the, the tag title match is the main event. I think that's going to be the last match on the show. It's the only title match that's there. And they usually try to make that a big deal. And it's also the main event angle leading into their pay-per-view this Saturday. Hook and Yuta is on the pre-show, by the way. Uh, yeah. Is it officially on the pre-show? Yeah. Or they just, they've announced it for the buy-in? Great. Or the zero yeah. hour now they're calling it. Yeah. that's And that's fine. I mean, just listen, as long as they use real glass, we'll be happy. I mean, Hook's kind of got that that zero hour. Like the FTW title is basically like a zero hour a title at this point like that's what it's gonna be so i'm shocked like statlander isn't on this show like she's new york based like you would think you want to have her on this show that's someone who could get announced for a a zero hour match they do some sort of tag match but i don't know i don't know what they're gonna do i mean maybe maybe yeah statlander gets you know statlander and mariah may i don't know i don't think mariah may is wrestling this week this uh this saturday yeah, honestly we'll find out tonight uh, someone in the chat's asking me about the cm punk uh thumbnail so last night i put out i need someone to give me that glamour shot of cm punk and some people sent me some stuff and then the garden posted at 9 30 eastern last night that they uh that they had the the punk photos so i so i used from them and also mark torres was another one a great photographer from the new york area who does a lot of wrestling photography he also took a few shots of punk that looked really great i used one of them so I want to credit both uh, Madison Square Garden and Mark Torres. Uh, Michelle Farzi, who works for MSG Entertainment, uh, she took the uh, the photos that are on the MSG on, at the Garden on Twitter. And then Mark Torres is the other photographer that uh, y'all should check out because I, I used one of their photos. I don't remember whom. I'm sorry, but they're both. Wow. There. Didn't take me long to find it, though. Once 930, they were all up there. It was perfect. Good job with the thumbnail, Joel. Yeah, sure. Why not? I just wanted the good CM Punk shot. I didn't want to take a blurry fan CM Punk shot. 
Yeah, Zarian got a good shot. Like I know so, it, it's so from Stephanie Hypes, by the way. Yeah, I know it's from like his his camera phone, but like it's a good shot of especially with like the big crowd behind them and everything. Like Zarian, Zarian got a really good shot. I was I was happy to use that as the the thumbnail for the the match uh, post that I that I ended up doing. So yeah, it was. I mean, we we talked a little bit about the the garden show. I don't know how much more you have to add about it. It was a garden show. It was it was a December twenty sixth show. The last time that the garden show was like very um, memorable, <laughs> and I'm talking the twenty sixth show. I'm not talking about like a random return to the garden because there was that Brock Lesnar Austin theory thing where everyone <laughs> thought it was going to be like Cody Rhodes is coming back or this guy or this guy, and it was like Austin theory and a one minute squash. Uh, and then they ran an angle afterwards with Roman, I think. That was leading into mania. Yeah. Either way, that notwithstanding, the last big Boxing Day show, the last big December 26th show was when AJ Styles won the US Championship. And I feel like that was like 2018, 2019, maybe before that. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, sometimes they do title switches on there. Um, I saw people like theorize, (laughs) even fake reports that Jay, Jay and Sammy won the tag titles. Uh, I saw some fake reports on that, but that was not true. Um, it was Punk's first match. Like that was it. Like that. That was that was the big selling point. They got through it. And the match is online if you want to seek it out. It was a very. It was. It was a very like just house show match. I don't know what people were expecting out of it. You know, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna go all out for a house show match. He know he played to the Garden crowd. And he did it very well. Dominic, I thought looked good, and you know I'm sure they'll have some television, some television matches down the line too. Yeah, exactly. We're getting into we're getting into the end of the year, and then we're going to pick it up day one, and then move on with uh, New Year's Revolution for WWE. And there's plenty coming up the pipeline for for our, the rest of our year. But for now, listen, we can end this a little bit early. A, it's the holiday season. B, you're still sick. C, I don't think there's much else we need to talk about. We previewed Dynamite because it's a pretty it's, it's a loaded show, but it's not a like, but it's not a crazy busy show like they would traditionally do. Do you want to talk about employee handbooks? Yeah. Did you ever get yours for Fightful? I never got one. I, I'm not the Fightful champion. They never gave me one. Sean used to do. I should have brought this up with him on air. We used to have like a, a style guide handbook type of thing when I first joined, and it it. it got lost along the way and stuff. And then we tried to put together one, Sean and I, uh, last year of like, here's like good stuff to remind, to remember and blah, 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 blah. And like, whether people use it or not, it's a different story. Um, but I don't know. There's no like official employee. Hand- I think like I might actually be like one of the only people at Fightful who has like, the first employee handbook of you can't talk about this kind of stuff and you're not supposed to say this kind of these kind of things. I wonder if I have that email still. Um, so I might actually have like an actual fightful employee handbook. I'm, I'm not joking. Okay. We'll post it on the internet for everyone. No, we won't. Uh, but we can take pieces of it down the line. Does it come with an NDA? Do you remember? Do you have an NDA? I don't know if there's an NDA. I, I think I actually, Sean, like, wanted me to, like, sign something like that of, like, 
hey, if I if I tell you like this scoop or whatever, like you can't tell anybody, like you got to sign like some type of I don't think I, I ever did. Um, and then over time, I just I, he learned to trust me of like anything he told me. I never got because like I, I think people know this about me. I don't give a shit about these scoops. I don't. I don't want to go on. I don't want any type of internet clout. I don't want to be like, oh, I knew this. I knew that. I don't give a shit about that. I want to know so I can write the story. Like, if that's not a bit, when I message people like, of like, please DM me the scoop so I can pre-write the story, that's legitimately why I want to know. I don't care to actually know any of this stuff. I want to know so when it does happen, I can click publish on the article and I can enjoy that moment after it happens. That's the only reason I care to know any of this stuff. I, I don't, I don't want to be a scoopster. I don't want to be an insider. I got no time for any of that. I see how weird you people are, not you people here, but I see how weird people are when it comes to that kind of shit. I don't want any of that. So no, I just want to know the scoop so I can be ahead when it comes to work. That's it. Like I, I, I was going to say like, I, I, I take my portion of the job very serious and I want to be ahead on that because I think if you're, if you're not ahead when it comes to this kind of work, then you're behind. And if you're behind and you're constantly just chasing stuff and you don't know what's going on, and this isn't to say like just when it comes to scoops, it's just in general of like, if you're just behind and you're not forward thinking and you're not constantly looking for stuff, then like you're just going, getting other people's work. It's like, go out and do, do kind of your own work on this stuff. I just want to be ahead when it comes to work, Joel. Like I, I got yelled at, not yelled at. I use yell. Everyone knows how I, I, I yeah. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to work at 2 a.m. writing articles when the scoop drops. Like I want to just already, I want to know what the story is. So I'm just, yeah, exactly. I, I get, I, I, I use yelled at lovingly, but like I'm doing articles on like Christmas and Christmas Eve. Nobody asked me to do this stuff, but I'm like, I need something on the website because if I wake up on Tuesday when everybody's back to work and there's no articles on the website. The last article is from December 23rd. I'm going to go crazy. I, I I just have too much pride in the work to like just let stuff sit there. So yeah, I, I, I like to, I have a lot of pride in this job and I want to know the scoops so I can be ahead in this job so I can work on other stuff so I can make other people behind on this job like when goldberg says he tried to be part of sting's last match i'm sure he did i feel i'm sorry that was a drug stupor rant that was there. great i was a big fan of that that was good that you do you do all this work so that you can come here and do this show and not worry. it's honestly true that it's honestly like a little true of like i do i do all this work and then that way when i get signed off on this show i'm not like Oh shit! There's five million things to do. It's like, nah. I've already, I've already done five million things. Now there's only four million things to do. And that's that's honestly like, listen. While we're while we're patting each other on the head here, that's why I like doing this show with you because I'd rather be working with someone who is writing and crafting these news articles and therefore into and and like 
obtaining this news and and getting these stories out because then I have a plethora of knowledge in front of me to draw from and ideas and inspiration. Whereas I can only come by what I've read and what I've been told. We, we, we run very differently in how we operate and that's what makes this show special. So uh, give us all your money and tell everyone that next year is going to be a bigger year for us. Uh, we're going to be back on Friday regardless. And then the following Monday, we're going to be doing a main channel Monday takeover, probably talking about world's end and having Andrew Zarian back in the hot Probably. seat yeah. or whoever to talk about the, uh, the press scrum, whoever asks the spiciest question, we're going to reach out to them and they're going to join us Monday morning. And who knows, maybe we'll work on some MLW talent ahead of Kings of Coliseum. We'll do that. We got sure plenty we more. I'm sure we can. Yeah. Um, let's get on out of here. I'm supporting women all the time. We just want spicy content. That's <laughs> uh, so let's, let's, let's do this. Jeremy, plug the stuff. Uh, unless you want anything else wrestling related, we can get out a bit early because it's the holidays. We, I mean, no, nah, nothing else wrestling related. Shout out to Andrew Thompson. Um, yes. The goats the goat. come at the King, man. No, I said that this, was... I, I said this on Twitter. I'll say it again. When I had my kid and I was overwhelmed and I had no idea what the hell was going on, Andrew Thompson reached out to me. We had had zero interactions up until this point. And he reached out to me with some very kind words and some very nice words. And I will never forget that. When I met him at Jeremy's wedding, I got to tell him that publicly and personally. And that meant the world to me. He is a phenomenal person and a hard-ass worker. And it's, if you come after him, man, dork. Dork mentality. It was... there. It was just the wrong way go, to go about things. Yes. I think there was a little bit of community. I don't know about communication breakdown, but it's just the wrong way to go about things. Like just DM these people. I I, I think I've told the story. I don't know. Maybe I haven't. Uh, Chris Mueller, Doc, Chris Mueller, people may or may not know. Uh, I wrote an article and I didn't put, I just put like spoke to Bleacher Report. I didn't write spoke to Chris Mueller of Bleacher Report. And Mueller messaged me. And was like, hey, you know, like, can I just get my name on there? Like, I know, like, it's kind of the bylines a little bit weird with Bleacher Report, but like, I just appreciate that. I was like, yeah, no problem. Like, I that's my bad. I should have done that. My fault. My mistake. Um, I did that. That was the first time I'd ever spoken to Chris Mueller, and now we speak all the time. Like, we're we're friends off of that. Mueller did not retweet the article and be like. They spoke to me of Bleacher Report. They didn't speak to Bleacher Report. They spoke to me like they, like I want my credit. This Fifel's hack journalism, whatever. The people will do that because people have done that to us. It's like you guys suck. Like just send me a message if you think I'm wrong. If you think I didn't handle it well, chances are you might be right, and I'll I'll correct the mistake. Like I'm human. I I make mistakes. I I don't. Every article I write's not perfect. You know, and if you think I didn't handle it a, a correct way, I'll tell you why either why I did it this way, or I'll be like, yeah, you know what? You're actually right. I fucked up there. I'll, let me correct that and make that good on you. There's no ill will. There's no ill intention when we do this type of stuff. Like we're not, we don't get paid enough to try to like make enemies and like just half-ass. I mean, I guess people maybe don't, they don't get paid enough so they do half-ass it. But like we don't get paid enough to just like, you know, want to make enemies out of this and make this more difficult than it it already is. Especially someone like Andrew, who actually like puts in the legwork on this stuff. So it was it was dumb. Like, just then we got better things to do on Christmas than this nonsense and NDAs and everything. 
the goats anyway the goat no joel we look don't care if i'm sick all right we got to do it we got to give the people what they want god bless i have to get out of here so go ahead (laughs) do the thing now what they want is a tremendous lineup tonight live 8 p.m eastern aew dynamite on tbs it's the final stop before aew world's end live this saturday on pay-per-view from Long Island, New York. Tonight, we have the Blue League Finals. Brian Danielson takes on Eddie Kingston. Brian Danielson already has a victory over Eddie Kingston in the round-robin tournament. Can Eddie Kingston defeat Brian Danielson to move on to the AEW Continental Classic Finals and go after the ROH Championship and the New New Japan Strong Championship that he puts on the line in this tournament? And... The AEW Continental Classic Championship or the AEW Continental Championship. Can Eddie Kingston go after the titles that he put up in this tournament? The only way for him to go after these titles at AEW World's End is by defeating Brian Danielson tonight live. AEW Dynamite, APM Eastern on TBS. The winner of that match will face the winner of the Gold League Finals as Swerve Strickland, John Moxley, and Jay White battle in a triple threat match. After they all tied in the round robin format, Swerve Strickland has a victory over Jay White. Jay White has a victory over John Moxley. John Moxley has a victory over Swerve Strickland. They will face each other tonight. Triple threat match in the Gold League Finals live tonight. AW Dynamite, APM Eastern on TBS. The winner of this triple threat match will face the winner of Brian Danielson, Nettie Kingston in the finals of the first ever AW Continental Classic. They'll face each other this Saturday live on pay per view. AEW World's End, you won't want to miss it because the main event of AEW World's End is Samoa Joe against MJF for the AEW World Championship. But before they face each other in the main event at AEW World's End live on pay-per-view this Saturday, they will team together tonight live, AEW Dynamite, APM Mr. TBS against the Devil's Men. Who are the Devil's Men? You'll have to tune in tonight live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite on TBS as they go after the ROH Tag Team titles with Samoa Joe and MJF who will team tonight on AEW Dynamite, 8 p.m. Eastern, live on TBS before they face each other live, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW World's End on pay-per-view this Saturday, everyone. Plus, Renee Paquette speaks to Mariah May. All of that and so much more. Live tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, AEW Dynamite, TBS. It's the final stop before this Saturday, one of our biggest pay-per-views of the year, our last pay-per-view of the year, the first ever pay-per-view of this genre, AEW World's End, live this Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern, on pay-per-view. You won't want to miss it. Justified This Is Awesome chant. Thank you to all the great AEW fans who have supported AEW for 2023. We couldn't do it without you. AEW. AEW. Okay, you're trying Live. to stretch this to noon. I get it. Live. Okay, great. APM Eastern. I got AEW go. Dynamite. Okay. TBS. I'm not Joel Pearl Jr. You don't want to miss it. Tell my friends on the body. See you on Friday. AEW World's End. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. 
there's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.